0: now james also tells us there are three three areas where you should put your prayer on overdrive you really have to pray consistently and pray with intention and intensify your prayer life right first is this james tells, says that i must pray when i'm what emotionally distressed one more time i'm praying when i'm what emotionally distressed say that with me i should pray when i'm what emotionally distressed and 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 verse verse 13 james 5 he says what are any of you suffering hardships? You should what pray, and so prayer always. But when you're going through hardships, you got to step on the gas. You got to intensify your prayer. You got to focus your prayer. You got to bear down on prayer. You got to really be intense in your prayer. Are you suffering hardships? You should what pray. Now this word uh, hardships. In Greek, little means to suffer misfortune to be in distress, to be under stress, to have tension in your life. He's talking about internal distress caused by an external circumstances. Something has happened. It could be a financial setback. It could be a relationship crisis. Something on the outside where your heart is broken. Tension has is at an all-time high in your life. And life has gotten hard for you. In one area or the other, it could be on the job, it could be on the finance, it could be on a health issue. Life has gotten hard in a specific area. James said, if you are suffering hardships, you ought to want intensify your prayer. Are you suffering hardships, you should what? Prayer! And this is a time where you go on overdrive. This is a time where you spend a little more time with God this is a time where what in this acts prayer or this Lord's prayer I mean you are hammering away you are talking to God you are counting on God you are believing on God you let God know that this is your battle this is your struggle I need you to move I'm counting on you and you come and you bear down on God when you are in emotional distress that is caused by an external situation that you can't handle you can't sleep at night you can't stop thinking about this situation it's really a Upset the, the status quo. The peace and the way things are going in your life. It seems like you are standing at the longest stoplight in life. What should you do? Is this a hardship? You got to pray. You got to do what? Pray. Pray. Look at what David tells us. David tells us in Psalm 18 verse 6. We will be in Psalm 18 verse 6. David is saying what in my distress I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I prayed to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. I was distressed. It wasn't good. I couldn't handle it. I didn't know how I would get. What did I do? I cried to God. I prayed to God. I'm going through a hardship. God, you come and deal with this situation. And so when you have distress in your life, my brother, my sister, what do you do? You you have two options. You can swear and curse and be nasty to people around you because that's what happened. Hurt people hurt people. When you are hurt, guess what? You take the heat out on others. You get things off your chest. You are moody. You are nasty. You got one choice: whether to be nasty, based on what is happening in your life, or you can pray. And James, inspired by the Holy Spirit, is yes, "When you're going through hardships, do the latter. Pray. Put your prayer on what overdrive." Now, secondly, also, when should we step on the gas? go from normal prayer to intense prayer james teaches us what i must pray when i am what sick and weak one more time when i'm what sick and weak look at what he says in verse 14. he says are any of you sick you should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you anointing you with oil in the name of the lord now the word sick in Greek is as then eho, As then eho. A little means without strength. It means when you are languishing, when you are totally wasted, when you are fatigued, when you are feeble, when you are bedridden. Something has happened where you are unable to carry on things that you ought to be doing. You got weak. You don't have physical strength. You can't help anymore now this is not the normal word that is used in the bible for illness he's not talking about illness here not talking about a headache not talking about a cough not talking about a regular cold right not talking about when oh my shoulder heads this is the same word the greek word here translated sick is the same word used to describe lazarus remember lazarus when he got sick and died the same word here that was used to describe Dorcas when Dorcas got sick and died this is the same word that is used describing the man at the pool of Bethesda. You remember who sat there for years and years and years and years and, years and didn't have the strength and the energy to go and what, get in the water when the water was stirred. Weak. He's talking about serious illness here. He's talking about things where the medication is not going to work. He's talking about things where you know that others had it and it didn't end well. He's talking about situations that you know what, it, it, you're getting sicker and sicker. And it says, when you are beyond the help of a doctor, when you are beyond the help of something you can get from your pharmacy stores, he says, you ought to pray. You ought to pray. And he tells us this. He tells us this. He says, are you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you. Right? And it says, what? anointing you with all in the name of the Lord. And then he says this. He says, look at this. He says, it's says such a prayer. Look at verse fifteen. It says such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be what forgiven." Now, the first part of that, he, he, verse fourteen. Here's what it he says: He says, "When you are sick, he says, he says to a point where you know this is, this is getting out of hand. <laughs> what do you do? You you call the pastor, right?" The elders here are the pastors, people who can pray with you, people who can intercede for you, people who come and join with you in prayer. Two is better than one. You should call for the elders, call for, uh, that word elders, call for the pastors of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Anointing you with oil. Now, some people take this word oil and go overboard with oil, right? Uh, And uh, they use olive oil for everything. Let 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 me try and clarify that. Oil is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Like the Bible has many symbols in Scripture. You know, we baptize with water. Water is the symbol of burial. You are buried with Christ, and when you come out of the water, you are risen with Christ. It's it's a it's a symbol of what has happened spiritually. So the water doesn't do nothing, but the water is a symbol that you've been made anew in Christ. We take communion, right? There is the wafers and then there is the the Jews that the, the the wafers is a symbol of the body of Christ. The juice is a symbol of what the blood of Jesus. So you could go in and eat all the wafers and drink all the juice and you those by itself wouldn't do anything. It's what it represents by faith that sets you free. So all through the, the scripture oil is used as a symbol of the Holy Spirit. But look at what God says. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to do what come and pray over you. So what's working is the prayer that is working. Anointing you with oil in what? The name of the Lord. And so the oil is not a healing agent. The oil is not the healing source. Who is the healing source? The Lord. Right? So what is the oil? The oil is a faith activator. The oil is an aid to aid your faith. The oil of something I'm trusting in God, moving my life. I'm believing in you that you are my healer. Yeah. And God has set this apart. He says, What? There are certain times where we need something to jumpstart our faith. We need something to focus on Almighty God. And just as we have baptism, which is the water. Just as we have communion, which is the wafer and the drink, God has given oil as a faith activator, as an aid to be able to hone in and say, look, for this situation, it is God that I'm counting on. And it is the prayer in the name of the Lord, uh, with the oil as what? The the, the, the aid, the the activator, the focus point in which we, we focus on Almighty God. And in the Bible, oil is the symbol of the Holy Spirit. Now, Jesus did something like that, right? When this person was blind, came and asked Jesus to heal. Jesus, you know, touched his eyes, but he just didn't touch his eyes because he knew that this person really needed some faith then. So he put, spit on the ground and put mud on his eyes and says, go and wash it. I, I, let me do something which will activate your faith. So it's like, man, Jesus says I should go. There's mud on my eyes. Jesus says I should go. I'm trusting in Jesus to be able to heal me. So I'm going to take this man. The man became a point to focus on God. The man became a point to know that Jesus is the one who touched me. And he told me to go wash in the pool. And in obedience by faith, I'm going to get healed. So I'm going to do what he wants me to do. Amen. So he says, yes, have oil. But pray. <laughs> and pray to who? God, almighty God. Listen, every believer should have oil at home. We have oil here. make sure you have an oil at home, right? but make sure you are praying amen you 're praying to who God, and it all becomes the activated aid in your faith look at this look 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 at what what he says he says this. Amen. He says what? He says, any of you sick, you should call on the elders, the pastors of the church to come and pray for you, anointing you what? In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. God is the healer. Now, the name of the Lord represents his character, so you are calling on the name of the Lord. All healing is based on God's character. The name of the Lord is a blessing he he shares. What is God's name? Jehovah Rapha, our healer. What is God's name? Is Yahweh, the Almighty God, the Alpha and the Omega. We sang that this morning, the beginning and the end. What is the name of the Lord? El Shaddai, the God of strength. You are calling on the name of the Lord. El Shaddai, the God of all strength. You are calling on the name of the Lord. Adonai, the God of all power. You are calling on the name of the Lord. Jehovah Nissi, God, our Deliverer. He says, call on the name of the Lord. You shall call on... On the name you say you should call you see that you should call in the name of the lord and so everyone who is praying for you is not praying Amen. that that we don't have the power god is the one who's called we are praying in our name we're not praying in our own strength it doesn't matter whether this person is an apostle an evangelist a, a prophet or is a believer it doesn't matter that it is faith in prayer To who almighty God, the name of the Lord that He has stood up as the one who heals, who helps, who restores, who blesses, who sets free. And it says, Listen, when you pray, look at this. He says, What? He says, What such a prayer offered in what faith. Right? Faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. Who who makes you well? Is it pretty clear? <laughs> Amen. So you have faith in God that God will do what He say He will. His promise The man is promised to heal me. I am weak. I am sick. There's this infirmity that's holding me down. But I'm trusting God that God will make a way. And if you need Olive Oil to be able to what to, to 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 activate your faith and to get you looking to God to stand in, on the name of the Lord to believe in the name of the Lord. And you put olive oil where there's sickness, where there's weakness. Do whatever some people just drink it, put it in your food, whatever it is. It doesn't matter, put it on your eye, whatever it is. But it's not the oil, it is the Lord that makes you well. And the Lord makes you well through, with prayer offered in faith. And the olive oil is what the catalyst that what activates human faith to connect with God who heals. I'm not preaching to myself today. So when somebody tells you that, look, look, this this olive oil is from Israel, and so it costs a whole lot of money, you say, what? It's not the oil that's going to heal me. So you mean to say I should pay for my healing? No, 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 no. There is no cost for prayer. God doesn't charge for healing. God doesn't charge for breakthrough. Healing, breakthrough, restoration is a gift, a privilege that God gives his, his loving children. It comes through the vehicle of prayer said in faith to God. And the faith is where we wrestle with. Sometimes our faith gets weak because the problem is is deep the problem has been going on some of these issues are ancestral some of these issues like this what happened to my uncle my mom my dad my friend I know somebody's going through in the end is not, and we need something we need something to be able to keep us counting on the Lord we sang a song I'm counting on you in the lowest Valley and in the Lord's Valley every day you are applying that olive oil and you're praying by faith in the name of the Lord you are counting on God that no matter how long it takes God's gonna come through for you. Glory to Almighty God. You pray and you live with God. Because it says, and the Lord will make you well. Who makes you well? And God picks the medium of wellness. Listen, I've prayed prayers. I've prayed for a lot of people in my 30 years of ministry, and God has done great miracles. (laughs) I've also prayed for people in my 30 years of people who are sick and the Lord has taken them home. But that is even a greater miracle than God healing them to stay on this broken earth because they've gone to a place where there's no sickness, no pain. A place where God calls paradise. They've received a crown. A place where there are no grocery stores because you'll never be hungry. A place where there are no bills because you're living in a mansion. (laughs) Glory to God. A place, amen. amen. And you pray expecting a miracle. Pray that God will come through pray for your healing, pray for your restoration, pray for your breakthrough, pray for your forgiveness, pray for your mercy, and you leave the result in God's hand, and whatever God does, you accept the will of Almighty God, because God does best, knowing that his will is always good, perfect, and pleasing, oh, do you receive this message?